Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I am your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petragallo. Welcome to British Christmas Hell. Yay! <laughs> Merry Christmas, oh, everyone. Wow. If you celebrate Christmas, um, Holy hell. we decided to celebrate this, hardcore this year. This movie will make you not want to celebrate Christmas. Or anything. Or anything else in your entire <laughs> life. <laughs> I don't want to have any more feelings. Wow. I don't want to have any relationships oh. with people of any magnitude. I, I, I don't want, and I have to tell everybody right away, I brought with me a bag of marshmallows. No, why? Um, because this movie is going to make me have a stroke. And if, <laughs> if something comes up where I'm just going to rant and rave and I know veins are going to pop and I'm going to have this, I'm just going to stuff like four marshmallows in my mouth. So I know I can't talk okay. and that way I'll just be all, and that'll be the end okay. of it for when I'll shut myself up and I'll keep myself from dying. Okay. So these marshmallows are going to this, save my life tonight. This episode is brought to you by jet puffed marshmallows, <laughs> jet puffed marshmallows and driving me insane. Okay. <sighs> if this it. is your first week with us, welcome. If welcome. this is not your first week with us, welcome back. Uh, thanks for being here with us to watch and relive these tales and it's painful, painful, especially painful <sighs> this God. week and excruciating details. Thank you. <clears throat> and people love this movie. That's yeah. the other thing. That's yeah. the thing. People yeah. love this movie. Thank you for your Apple podcast reviews. Thank you for your Patreon donations. Thank you for being you. Yes, thank you for everything. Um, we are on Patreon. We do bonus episodes on Patre- Patreon every other week or at least twice a month. Um, and it's patreon.com slash you got high gold. We talk 90 Day Fiance. How do you spell that? Uh, just give me a minute. We talk <laughs> We talk 90 Day Fiance. We talk I Love a Mama's Boy. You know, We make our, we own, make games. our own games here. We play Plotsy. We play Make Your Own Rom-Com. It's super fun. Um, and that is at patreon.com slash you got high gold. Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. Our Patreon is fun. <clears throat> our Patreon is fun. God yeah, damn it. It's very fun. Uh, last week we discussed the TLC show I Love a Mama's Boy. And um, next week we're... We're going to play Make Your Own Rom-Com, the holiday edition. Holiday edition. Um, Make so, Your Own Christmas or Holiday Rom-Com. Yeah, I, I made a fucking board game. Yeah, it's okay? a, it, like really, I spent a lot of time laminating she, shit. So she I laminated. A, like, I made a dice. Tons like, of things. You know, so yeah. it's, I put like Mod Podge on a fucking it's dice. It's disturbing. Like, it's leave disturbing. Leave me alone. It's, I fucking, I'm not type A. It's a serial fine. killer would do this, so you should really do it. You should pl- listen serial to it Serial killers it's wouldn't make a game. Not a game, but it's that level of... of Anyway, I like it. Uh, the last time that we convened, we watched Legally Blonde. Uh, this oh, yeah. week, we watched the movie Love Actually, making me <laughs> long for Legally Blonde somehow. And next week, <laughs> we will watch Twilight oh, New Moon. <laughs> what is going on lately? <laughs> A reminder, everyone: we are doing three weeks on and one week off, and we will be back here. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We're yeah, on Stitcher. Finally. Hello. It's a holiday miracle. Yay. We it's did a it. Festivus okay. miracle. All right. 
fuck this movie. Let's, Let's do this. This uh, one, okay. I have to tell you, <laughs> this is my least favorite movie that we've ever seen. My, bo- I left my body for many minutes. An hour, maybe? I don't know. I have no idea, but it was an out-of-body experience. The only positive thing I can say for this movie, and it's, it's I'm lo- I am I had to Your search. Bottom of barrel, yeah. High and low for something positive is, compared to the other movies we've seen, there was minimal dancing in this movie. So that made me happy. Yeah. There was a minimal amount of like, you know... Some there was cho- dancing. Well, there was less like choreographed dancing with like a bunch of friends. That I, I'm sick of this. We watch so many movies with just ridiculous amounts of dancing in it. I can't. There take, was dancing. I can't watch five minutes straight of dancing. I just can't take it. At some point, I'm like, I get it. You're dancing. Fucking tell me more about the story. This isn't a goddamn dance okay. video. It's a movie. Yeah. I'm gonna get a marshmallow in a minute. I swear to Christ. <laughs> but it's too early for a marshmallow. It's too early. It's too early. I'm gonna go for it soon. I'm gonna lose my mind. Okay. <laughs> so we. Watched Love Actually. We have been ah. avoiding this movie. We have yeah, been we avoiding it because we see that price tag. It's two hours and 15 minutes. Okay, From episode one, it was like, do Love Actually? Everybody wanted it. We're I like, see no, that price never. tag. And I'm calling it a price tag. It's, it's not run time tag. because no. this was a fucking price tag. Really I was. am owed compensation for this money. Something. This movie. I, I, I okay. don't know what. 2003, Love Actually, two hours and 15 minutes, starring Hugh Grant, <sighs> Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Keep Emma going. Thompson, Keep Alan going. Rickman, Kira Knightley, Keep Martine going. McCutcheon, Bill Nye, and Rowan Atkinson. You forgot Billy Bob Thornton. I didn't forget because that's not No, no, I'm just him. saying, keep, you can, you can just this keep the list going. This is a star-studded piece of shit movie. Betty Draper. Uh, the Drapes. The Drapes. Yeah. Is a, I mean, you can just name oh, it all. Oh, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Okay. Keep it going. So the IMDB description, because I really want to get into this. There is no plot. There is no, no anything, because this was a very weird movie where you knew the plot of the movie going into the movie. So this was just all an experience where you could have your mouth open in the theater and just go, oh, wow, this, uh, this is movie is about love. This movie is a super cut yeah. of plot lines of all sorts of romantic yeah. comedies. They took okay. like a bunch of romantic comedies and spliced them together right. and mashed them into this fucking movie. Let me get through my description. Oh, God, Let fine. me get through my taglines. Let me get through my fun facts. Fine, do it. I get I, it. I, yeah. I'm going to tell you to put a marshmallow in it in It's a minute. already been two hours and 15 minutes of this, so okay. you're going to tell me about it again. Follow the lives of eight very different couples in dealing with their love lives in various loosely unrelated, no, interrelated tales, all set during a frantic month before Christmas in London, England. Yeah, okay. Okay, tagline. A lot of these are just like, you know, for the, you know, coming this winter type of thing. Mm. Love actually is all around. Oh, that's great. This holiday season, all you need is love actually. This holiday season, join the unforgettable filmmaking team as they explore that time of year. Uh, Coming soon, actually. The ultimate romantic comedy. How many fucking taglines are there? Eight. Very romantic, very comedy. All you need is love. And it's all about love, actually. Jesus Christ. La, 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 la. This movie, if you see a movie and on the poster there's 14 boxes with people in them, that's too many people. Yeah. That's, that's not a good movie. Yeah. This movie's so bad and such like the 
uh, archetypal rom rom com that this yeah. isn't even most rom coms are like date movies. Yeah, you know, like like this was abusive. You're Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson. Yeah, piece of that's a date movie. That's fine. You can get your convince your boyfriend to go take you to see that yeah. and whatever. Come on, we're going. All right, fine. I'll go to fucking that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you want to go drool over the McCons. This is a movie that you wouldn't even a woman wouldn't even bother trying no, to drag no, her boy. No, no, you no, go no. to see this with like six other women. Or this by is yourself. that movie. Yeah, this is a movie where. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Six other women or you go to it by yourself because you have some weird depressive issue. With I don't a bag know. of marshmallows. With a bag of marshmallows <laughs> so you can you, so they don't hear your sobs <laughs> from the back row. Because <laughs> that's the type of... If you went to see this alone, <laughs> you sobbed in the back row and stuffed goobers and raisinets in your mouth to try to quell the noise so the other women didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I'm pulling no punches with this fucking movie. All right, I, that's it. A little bit of marshmallow tonight. I was going to stuff too. And now I can't talk. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm so mad at you. <laughs> this movie, this episode is not going to be good because everybody's just going to be like, wow, they didn't even have their normal structure. And this structure? movie broke me. This movie, this movie didn't movie have a structure. Me. Okay, stop. Movies have acts. Stop. Your marshmallow. Stop. I'm going to put another marshmallow. Movies have acts. They have okay. things. This we movie begin. just happened. There's a bunch of people greeting each other at an airport, okay? And then it starts with a Hugh Grant voiceover. What do, what do we know about a Hugh Grant voiceover or a voiceover at all. Uh, yeah. Terrible movie. When I think of the state of the world, I think of the Heathrow Airport. And he's saying that everything, every greeting is about love. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Everything's about love. So there's a 9-11 reference in there, which yeah. is a strange opening he, for one a of the, One of the lines says, when the planes hit the Twin Towers, I can't <laughs> imagine any of the phone calls were about hate. They were probably all about love. I was like, like Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the beginning because they're showing like real airport footage of yeah. people seeing each other. And then he's talking about 9-11. It feels like the beginning of like a news channel documentary yeah. Yeah. about like, you know, about airports post 9-11, how people have healed since 9-11. And like, you know, the fact like that's and what I was it like, feels Whoa. like. Yeah. OK. Not good. So now we see Bill Nighy and he is now singing. Um, he's oh. singing Bill Nighy, the Billy Mac guy. The old guy, the same. Oh, guy. yeah, okay, okay. So he's singing, he's singing, I feel it in my fingers. Yeah. Um, I apologize, by the way, if I say who? What? Okay. Because there's 85 people. That's a problem. There's movie. 85 people in this movie, and so. we only know how many names, James? One. One. Natalie. We know Natalie. That's the only characters' names that we know. You Normally, never gets a name. No, and at the he's end a, on the credits, it says the prime minister. The pri- it doesn't a, even say his name. No, he's doing the opening voiceover for Christ's sake. Yeah, and he's the prime minister. I'm, he should have a name, but uh, he something. has no name. It's so easy to call him prime minister so and so. Yeah, easy. Yeah, I, 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 we never learn anybody's names, and in the credits, no help either no because help. most of them don't have names. And right. then one of them was like Michael, comma Sarah's brother, and we well, were like, "Who's Sarah?" I feel like that was actually oh, on that, purpose, Laura though. Linney. Laura Linney. There you go. I feel like it was on purpose because I feel like there's so many characters. They said, look, if we give if there's a Michael and a William and a this and there, people are not going to keep all this shit straight. Oh, we know Let's two just names. Make them like Arch, yeah. the prime minister. You remember that. Who yeah. cares what his goddamn name is? Yeah. This guy. Hugh Grant. What are you? Grant? Um, we knew two names, Carl and Natalie. 
And that's right, we Carl. We were very into Carl. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, yeah was, we were the most invested in Carl. I was very upset with Laura Linney. She had her boobs out. Yeah. Things were about to happen. Things were about to happen. So we're. I'm just going to go over everybody because we kind of meet everybody here. And then James and I will just, I guess, word diarrhea because there's no, that's what this movie was, was just diarrhea. Yeah, and yeah. that's fine. If you went through the whole movie, it would just be like... Because it's a series of two minute scenes, yeah. Which is the only way this movie's even. And that's livable. the other. That's the other thing is that here's what I want. I want to see everyone's storylines, and I want to have them released as like ten minute shorts. Because I want to see how fucking crazy it was edited together. Yeah. Like where you have like this, and then it just cuts to them like dancing, yeah. and it's like yeah. weird. So movie out of structure. Yeah, and, I'd yeah. like to see. I'd like to see the movie out of structure, and I'd like to see uninterrupted in sequence story, ten minutes. Yeah. And then that they all end up at the same children's fucking thing at Which the end is of the insane, movie. Because honestly, including Bilbo Baggins and that girl, yeah, including they have no, there's they no, have no connection with there. anybody. Let's just they go didn't see have a kids. Children do a Christmas let's, show. What yeah, are let's go on a about? date and let's go watch kids. You couldn't pay do a nativity me. scene. Yeah, you could not pay me to go to a children's performance if I have no children in that performance yeah. that are um, physically from me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. So, no. Okay. And anyone who does, I'm questioning who they are. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's you gotta, weird. When you enter the house, we got to see if you curse or if you drink. I'm sorry. Exactly. So Bill Bill is Billy Mack. He's he's a singer. He's a British old guy singer. Washed he's up. trying to get... Um, He's trying to get like a Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is mm-hmm. You, which he'll never get that, but that's okay. Um, and so <laughs> he's God trying to get him. that. And um, we find out that it is uh, five weeks to Christmas. So we see Colin Firth. He's late. He loves this person who's sick, doesn't appear to love him back because he's like, I love you. And she's like, okay, like, I know. And I'm like, ooh, red flag already, yeah. Colin. How okay. Red was her <laughs> nose, by the way. Well, she had a cold or something. Yeah, but good God, woman. Um, I mean, Liam, just human. I've never seen a human's nose that red. She's yeah. like Rudolph. Liam Neeson is calling and leaving a voicemail um, with somebody. And then he's, um, no, he's calling Emma Thompson. And she's like, hey, I'm not blowing you off, you know, because your wife just died. And I'm like, you kind of are blowing him off right now. Like you're, you're kind of doing that. He's yeah. calling you because he's saying, I'm really sad and I don't know who to talk to. And, and you're, you're like, like, I have to go talk to my kid about the lobster. Back. <laughs> yeah, that she's playing a lobster Peace, in call you back. scene like that. This is a ridiculous conversation, Emma. That's the other odd thing is Emma Thompson is like the center of the everybody. spoke in this thing. She's the she knows yeah, everybody. She's the center square here. She's yeah. she, she's the connection to scene. And we didn't find out until like sixty minutes into the movie no. that she's married to Alan Rickman, and we were like. What happened? I know. I was like, oh, they're to- are they together? Yeah, because I'm like, why is she in his bedroom? Uh, yeah, then she la- <laughs> locked out and I was like, oh, they're like brother and sister or something. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Maybe because it's maybe Christmas, they're like staying in the same house. And, yeah. yeah, I figured like maybe because it's Christmas, they all came yeah. home for the whatever. And so she's like advising him and then they're in the same bed. I don't know what's happening no. in this movie. I really so, don't. So um, then we have Bilbo Baggins. Um, this guy plays Bilbo Baggins in The Hobbit. Um, and he's humping on oh. somebody. So they're on a film set, I think, for probably a porn. And Yeah, this is a very they're high like, budget they're porn, showing, by the way. They're showing lighting for like you know the nipples. They're always lighting the nipples. Very concerned with the nipples and how but they're going to be lit. The funny thing is, is that James goes, because um, it was like the second cycle of meeting them. 
And he goes, those are the only people that I'm interested in. The rest of them are so boring. Yeah, <laughs> He's at like, least I want to know what the hell they're doing. At least they're doing something interesting here. <laughs> yeah. You know, having a normal conversation while humping on each other is a clever writing ploy. Yeah. The rest of it is just horseshit. It's super British Pile that they did that too. Uh, yes. Now we're at a wedding and we see Kira Knightley. We even get male nudity with the guy at the end. <laughs> so it's, it's a very British yeah, sense of humor. It's very British. A lot of it. But we've got Kira Knightley at this wedding. Oh, um, and then uh, Hugh Grant pulls up. And, you know, somewhere he's got big applause and then we're like, okay, cool. He's the prime minister because you're like, who the fuck is this guy? And then you're like, oh, it's Hugh Grant. What does Hugh Grant do? And they're like, hello, Mr. Prime Minister. Like, welcome to your first day as prime minister. Like, (laughs) welcome to prime minister camp. And he's like, do you want to meet the people? And he's like. Uh, yeah, sure. Like he's just doing some on the job training as yeah. prime minister, and she's like, "Let's change the country." I'm like, "Of course, That's he's crazy. bumbling and stumbling yeah. while he's meeting his Making staff." Jokes and yeah. oh, I had an uncle named Terence, and uh, he, he was, was a, a pervert. I think he was a pervert though, but yeah. not the you're a pervert. I'm looking forward to. It. I was like, "Oh my god, you Grant, move along." Yeah, we are There's thirty other people in this movie. At eight minutes and thirty one seconds, and I have officially checked out. <laughs> yeah, no time for your my shenanigans, body, you. My body has left. I am yeah. I am up in the ethereal planes. I have no idea where I am. Okay. My body left with like the three bowls worth of weed smoke that we had yeah. during this movie because I can't take it. I couldn't there's take a it. there's a girl at the end of the line. Okay, so she's I'm only talking about this because she's one of the gals. This is Natalie. And Natalie yes. is one of the gals because the the assistant says, I'm gonna introduce you to your staff. And then here's this person, here's this person, here's this person, and then here's Natalie. And she said shit twice and she said the F word. And she's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. And get over it. Hugh Grant's an adult. He's heard a swear word before. Yeah, they're really playing up that she's like, oh, I'm, I am live in the dodgy end later yeah. on. Like she's, a, she, she's working class. And yeah, that was a very British storyline. Yeah. Like she's a working class and he's not. But she, yeah. he finds her charming for some reason. So Yeah, we're back at the wedding and the friend of the groom um, for Kira Knightley's wedding. Uh, the guy, this guy looks like he was born about... 10, 15 years too late to have auditioned to be on Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, this the guy. The British Jason Priestley, the British fucking Priestley. creep. British yeah. Priestley, who's the worst character. He's worse than Rickman. I'm oh. sorry. He may- oh, I don't know. I no. think they're both tied for last place. Okay, but Rickman, relationships get whatever after they've been together for 20 years. I don't know what the hell their personal gonna, dynamic yeah, is. That's I'm, fine. I have a whole diatribe He's a piece that. of garbage, but this guy's like actively trying to like make a weird play for his best friends they're just it's the creepiest <laughs> shit i've ever seen and, and then he's just like it's cool it's so weird yeah it and was not good his best friend by the way the guy who marries Kara knightley looks like a like a civil rights activist from 1962 yeah he like, really does he, they give him his haircut is like of a of a haircut that hasn't been seen since the early 60s it was great uh, it's it was great but like yeah. the low like yeah. the very low fro of a height of only happened then and then it got bigger mm-hmm. and then it got much smaller no, but he, it hasn't yeah. been at that height since the early but 60s that guy seems to we don't see him like the husband it's like Kira a beetle Knightley's, haircut it's the yeah. black guy equivalent of a beetle's Kira haircut Knightley's husband I don't know his name I think it's Peter no I I, I, was, I think it's Peter I, was, I have no idea no I was like but, civil rights guy that, that was my he, name for him does nothing nothing positive or negative like i feel nothing about him he's just a guy in a suit that's how they treat him in this movie he's not like 
I don't know how good of friends he is with no. British Priestley. I have no idea anything. He's I, his I'm best not, man. So. I don't feel any betrayal. But he's not even a good best man because no. he's paying, he's not even doing that. He's filming at the thing and he's laughing they, and he's pushing down and like yeah. the worst cameraman ever. They had no time to like introduce any backstories. And I didn't get any feelings. No, no, because they had no. Normally, you get to know a person in a movie, even if it's a shit movie. Yeah. You see their life. You they show something bad happened to them, so you feel bad for them. There's a way that you write a movie in a screenplay yeah. where you build up characters. This doesn't have that at all. No. That's why everybody like works together who hooks up because there's no other way to show them. They don't have time to show them doing anything yeah. else. They don't have time to show them meeting and getting to know each other. It has to there be was a lot of. They know each other. They're they're at work already, yeah. so that way they're in love with each other. That's it. But there was a lot of people who are like in in positions of power. Every and they're like, oh, I love this person, and so like, can you give them a new job? <laughs> yeah. What what job did you get her? So instead of being like the prime ministers, that's the thing for Natalie. I was like, okay. You're just going to give her another job so you can fuck her? Like, what does that mean? Well, also, like, that sucks for her because you dig her. Now she's got to have a worse job because now she's the assistant to, like, the prime minister, which seems like that would look good on her resume later rather than yeah. she works over in some other department. I don't know. That just seems... Yeah. So it seems like she got screwed over because yeah. they like each other. Thanks a lot, Hugh Grant. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. So that was messed up. I... Wow. The, the, you know, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, but so <laughs> Colin Firth comes home. I think his girlfriend is cheating on him. It's really like a weird commercial for like, you're right, because once you put them all together, like all the clips, mm. it would look like a weird commercial yeah. for like every type of relationship. Because yeah. he's like, oh, what are you doing at my house, friend? And then the guy's like, he, and then uh, he, he, they hear the girlfriend in the background going like, um, get in here and fuck me like you've never fucked me before. Yeah, and says then, that we gotta get, do me at least twice before Colin Firth gets home. Yeah, I was like Jesus. Yeah, I obviously it's awfully I specific. Called, I faked a cold yeah. to get you over here to do that. And Put it was your just, penis inside of me before my husband gets home, who I feel less feelings for than I used to. Let's get this very adulterous relationship going today. Come we on have... in here and help me commit adultery. Yeah. It was, it was just, and then. <laughs> on Colin Firth. Yeah. From By the way, this is his wife. <laughs> this is his wife. <laughs> okay. So the friend is there, so they hear like, you better get in here and, you know, whatever. And then the friend goes like, he goes, like yeah, like, it was just a weird like uh, SNL sketch, yeah, like, ooh, like commercial for awkward. relationships. Yeah, hey, it was almost like <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of those. Like, it was very like, good. High five. because <laughs> it, uh, it was British. I almost expected it to turn into like a Benny Hill thing yeah. where they looked at each other. He was like, Ew, and then it was, <laughs> and then he chased him around the kitchen <laughs> yeah, in a yeah. circle, and he went in a room and came out, and the other guy popped out of a cabinet or something. That's La- what I expected. Laura Linney is also in this movie, um, and she <laughs> sure. works at some. Place and she knows she was at the wedding. She's at the wedding, and then she's also at like she works at the same place as Alan Rickman. So like yeah. Laura Linney knows Alan Rickman, knows British Priestley guy. Yeah, loves Carl. In love with Carl. Who uh, did is... I introduce everybody? I, I, no. Who cares? 
Who I don't else even is know. In this movie? You, you said at the top. I, okay, I, it doesn't cares. matter. It doesn't. Oh, then there's matter. the British Jim Brewer guy, the crazy one that's like the, all pervy, yeah. and he's like, "This is my future wife," and well, like that, being gross with everybody. It's the only entertaining uh, storyline in the movie because it's so stupid. Right. Yeah. He this gets. Guy, a, he's he, correct about everything, and li- you know, has this fantasy, and it's actually all true, and lives it. It's a very, yeah. it's a very British thing too, because it's goes, like a British view of America. He's like British funny. girls are all terrible. They're and also stuck up and they're they don't also like stuck me. up and they don't like me. And he's like, So I'm gonna go to America and I'm gonna get me a gal. Yeah, where just my accent, just me being British will get him girls. And the guy's like, What are you stupid? And I'm like, the guy's right, actually. You could yeah, be the that- goofiest fuck in in the entire United Kingdom. If you come here, you'll get laid just from your accent. Yeah, Hugh Grant. That's what I mean. Women here are but- swarming over him. He goes to Milwaukee. I don't understand how he and chose Wisconsin. And then he Wisconsin. met like four of the hottest people anybody's ever seen in their lives, and they definitely don't live in Milwaukee. No, all four of those girls would have fled from Wisconsin the day they dropped out of high school. Yeah, Garen yeah. fucking T. They're all they're too pretty because they only one dropped out to get out of Wisconsin. Yeah, one of them's Betty fucking Draper for Christ's sake. Who's the other one? The it was the one girl from the Russian one from. Yeah. Um. 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 Head over heels. Yeah. It was and like. And then it was um Betty Draper, January one. Jones, and then it was the girl from the Girl Next Door, like the hot, yeah. the super hot girl who Ridiculous. looks like a porn yeah. star, but she's hot as fuck. No and offense, then, Milwaukee. I've been to Milwaukee. No, they don't. That does not exist. We haven't seen Milwaukee. them. I, they, I, did, I have not seen that at all. But, I don't know. We didn't go to the dive bars though. We didn't go to that like specific he did. bar. <laughs> That's true. He went to a dive bar where he there was just, like. He just like put his stuff down in the bar and was like, what's up? What's up? Yeah. I'll have a beer. And she was like, are you from England? Oh my yeah. God. And then there you and go. And then they're, you know, oh, we all, we are all very poor yeah. and we all share a bed. And so it was like, like, oh God. It went like, yeah, we, we, we can't even afford pajamas, pajamas. So we have to sleep naked. Yeah. It was like his fantasy of what America yeah. was. Gross. Was, was true. Um. So he's he's insane. His but like I was kind of mad at his friend, who is the guy that Why works on the he porn. Discouraging set. him. But yeah, well, he was just like, oh, whatever, dude. And I'm like, just laugh at him. He's a kid. He's like 22 years old. He wants to go on vacation to try to get laid. You know how many people of that age go on vacation to try to get well, laid he's of also every jaded gender? Because he's working on he's working a porn, on a porn set. set. So he's like, what do you? It's fine. Well, he should know that sex can happen then. I, it that's what I mean. Every day but work. I think that he's just more jaded about it. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, you're yeah. just not meeting the right ladies and you just need to get laid. So just, like, leave me out of it. I think that's what he's like. Yeah, like I think you're stop right. It. Yeah, I think you're but right. But it does come across very unsupportive. It does come across yeah. very, like. Good luck, bro. And he wasn't horribly unattractive. He was just pretty unattractive. And, but, like, some people in, might find him charming. Yeah. In England, I'm sure he's not the prize. But when you come we to America. All have bad taste. You, that British accent here, you can yeah. be a four and that kicks you up to like an eight and a half over here that's it's what i mean crazy you have no idea the power of that accent here. everybody has they bad taste intelligent yeah and tell me your like tweet at me tell me your horrible taste person that you have a crush on for some reason it happens to james's is that. alicia silverstone I, yes <laughs> 25 years ago yes when i was fucking 14 i was very much yes i liked her i'm joking okay now she's weird and feeds her kids like a bird and doesn't vaccinate them. Yeah, she's she's a strange <laughs> okay. one. So Bilbo Baggins and the other lady, they're they're stand-ins for a porn movie. I don't think that the, I think that they're just there for like the lighting. Like, oh, we have to have the actors yeah. on set, so they're this doing is a all the very high budget porn movie. It is very high, but they high, literally very... have 
complete stand-ins that get nude and yeah. a full crew with lighting and they're it was really like a hollywood set yeah so i want to know what impressed. they're filming I'm, I want to see that finished product. Um, what porn is but that? They were easily the funniest characters in the whole movie. I really enjoyed them because it was it was so British. It was so British yeah. that they're, you know, they're having a very like, oh, like, you know, getting to know you, small talk conversation as like they're awkwardly like awkwardly British yeah. as they're as they're mock as he's each like other. massaging her boobs and yeah. like he's like you know warming his hands as up his dicks to like, in her face and yeah and she's it was pretending to blow it him. was just it was very like ha 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 like very british i thought that was funny yeah. i loved i did I, think that that's that couple was funny i did not expect to see exposed boobs in this movie i'll be honest with you yeah. that was the last thing with that i was like jesus there's tits in this there's movie so much tits and in then this later movie. on i'm like laura linney showing her tits in this movie. what's going on what a weird movie do Maybe, we need to see do we need to see anybody's tits in this movie i, I feel Except like for carl's carl's yes but i feel like the girl on the set it was kind of necessary for the comedy like yeah. the fact that they were both nude was and they were just funny. they don't know each other and yes. then he's like oh okay that was like, less sexual than it yeah. was like comedic that was like they did a great job of just looking like stand-ins yeah. like okay like we just, do this yeah pretending yeah. to hump each other but like in british comedy a lot you know yeah. male nudity is a big thing and i feel like they used like the female nudity and that is the same type of thing it was yeah. just like hey we're it's isn't it awkward we're nude yeah. rather than some sort of weird sexual thing whereas like the laura linney thing i was like do we need to see like we, why did they make laura linney show her boobs it was because not that the, I'd, we, it's fine if laura linney wants to show her boobs all over town i don't care but it was just an odd choice of like I, I, like to make an actress show her boobs there. Yeah. It was like, if she could add a bra and it would have really had the same effect, I think. Like a lacy one. Okay, yeah, like anyway. He, she took her thing off and her bra's underneath. Um, Liam Neeson. Saved her dignity in this movie. A little That's bit. That's all I'm saying. Um, Liam Neeson is speaking at the funeral for his wife. Um, he is the pallbearer at this funeral. I was like, oh my God, that seems yeah, that's devastating. So odd. I didn't know if that was like a... Because like here, I in America, I don't think that we is that a is that a British thing? I want to know if that's a if that's a British thing or if that's just a Love Actually movie thing. Is it just a Liam Neeson thing? Like is he like might be a Liam? I'm going to be my dead wife's own pallbearer. I'm so so strong, I can be my own dead wife's pallbearer. I can mentally handle this. I can physically lift the coffin and I can mentally handle it. I can emotionally process this (laughs) because I'm Liam Neeson. I am Liam Neeson. I am able to shoulder this pain. Did I mention she was killed by terrorists? I was like where for a month the okay Merry Christmas from Liam Neeson Liam Neeson is such (laughs) not okay I'm sorry I'm gonna say it I don't think he's a good actor like at all and he's intense he is very intense when he's not in an intense scene it's like I was like okay if this movie turns into like everybody else is falling in love and then, like, Liam Neeson is seeking vengeance for his dead wife. That would have been awesome. I would have really enjoyed that. I would have loved that storyline. Yeah. And then him and the boy seek vengeance. Yeah. That would and have then been great. when he's talking to the stepson, which we found out that it was the stepson, At like, the last way la- late in the movie. Um, <clears throat> thank God for Claudia Schiffer, because otherwise we would have never known we that. We would have never known that, which is... By the way, this movie is the most unrealistic movie oh, for yeah. several reasons. Number, you know, first of all, the whole Carl thing. She's yeah. be- she's letting that second call go to voicemail, and she is fucking riding the Carl train. Yeah, she's been wanting yeah, to ride yeah, for yeah, three yeah, years. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're getting on the Carl rodeo. And Carl's not like, well, I'll just get up and leave. Carl, Carl is ready to go. There could have, believe me, there could have been eight phone yeah. calls, and Carl would have been like, I'm still 
I, I'm still in my underwear, so I'm I'm down for this. If <laughs> yeah, you are, I'm, I'm fine. Like we can, you know, throw get one in quick before you go to the mental hospital. Whatever you got to no, do. So Liam Neeson, when he is telling, um, so he's talking to the stepson, and he's talking to the stepson about you know whatever about that the kid loves. Uh, no, because he's acting weird, and he's like, "Is somebody bullying you?" And like, you know, yeah, that to the kid, and the kid's like, "No," and. I'm laughing because I'm like, if this turns into like Liam Neeson with vengeance and children, that's going to be this wild. is going to be great. Then this we're going to have be a my movie. favorite movie. Now we've got some. Now we have a on. Christmas movie. God damn this it. This is a Christmas movie. This is about <laughs> and love. They're going to kill Alan Rickman and throw him off the top yeah, of the Nakatomi yeah, Plaza. Yeah. yeah. How dare you treat Emma Thompson? Take like that, that Rickman. You're going yeah. down a hundred floors or however goddamn high that was. You listen to Joni Mitchell, bitch. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Take yeah. that. Woo. <laughs> no. Okay. Jeez. So Christ. Liam Neeson, <gasps> the fact that he was like a happy, like a good stepdad, um, like he was great. I mean, he that was really line, great. But yeah, sorry. Dude. It was weird. So the the kid. Mm. I think his name is Sam. I don't know. I don't know, because I think I heard it like twice. Um, Sam is a little, he's like uh, maybe 10, and he's in love. A little drummer boy. He's 11, they say. Oh, he's 11. That I do know. He's in love, and he is like, oh, this is my one person. Like, I know I should be thinking. I know I should be thinking about my dead mom and everything, but I can't because I'm in love with this girl. Kid doesn't shed a tear. And he's just like, you know, I hope that, (laughs) I know I should, like, but. The British but, are a stoic people. I will say that they don't show a lot and, of emotions. They're like, I know Mum died, but hmm. yeah. And then I'm thinking of practical and then matters. Like, what about what? you with your love life, Liam Neeson? And he's like, Oh, I'm working on. It. I'm like, what? Yeah, what is happening? And by the way, that storyline should not have existed because right after the funeral, Liam Neeson should have bent down and went, "Now we're going to find your dad and give you to him because <laughs> oh. I ain't your fucking father, so I'm no. not going to raise you now." He would not do that. You got to have Neeson. an aunt or an uncle or a grandfather. No. If you're kidnapped, I'll avenge you. Okay, but other than that, I, that's all I do. I'm I Liam Neeson. Believe. I don't raise a stepson on my own. I'm Liam Neeson. Oh, no. Liam Neeson, unless you need to be avenged, keep my fucking name out of your mouth. Because I'm Liam fucking Neeson, goddammit. No, I don't, because I'm Liam Neeson and I'm not taking this goddamn kid. Yeah, his mother died, but who the fuck knows what the fuck this kid is? He doesn't know. Now he's stuck with this kid. What about practical matters like health insurance? Does he have the. What about. Can he he enroll him in school? Is he the legal goddamn guardian? Fine, fine. It's the three marshmallower because Liam Neeson's making me. Okay. Stop. So Liam Neeson, his storyline is now I have lifted the coffin of my dead wife and carried it out of the church, which looked very painful. And I was very sad for him. And then he turns into watching that his stepson is in love with somebody. And I thought that was kind of nice because that was a bonding thing for them. And it was also distracting. So they don't have to think about sad. Great. Okay, so <laughs> they like to give the they watch Titanic do. and they do like whatever, and they're you know he wants to be in a band, the kid, and so he learns how to play the drums, of course, because he has to play the most annoying, yeah, um, of the instruments, and um, he's in love with young glitter, basically. Yeah. If you've seen glitter, it's young Mariah Carey. Yeah. Kind of like that's the character, like a young girl who can sing. Yeah. And sings a Mariah Carey song. That's yeah, of made, course. Made me think of Glitter. So that's the Liam Neeson storyline. Oh, and also he says that he would love to 
go out with Claudia Schiffer, and if it's he does go out with Claudia Schiffer, that the kid would have to leave because he's going to have sex with her in every room. In and every I was room. like, let's not talk about this with an 11-year-old. Which is what you tell your 11-year-old stepson after his mom dies. I'm going to find this hot woman and bang her in your room. I'm going to be cool. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to bang her right on your race car bed, kid, so pack up and move out. <laughs> Sorry. What the yeah. fuck is that? I what is like, that? I was like, Liam Neeson. Sir. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Inappropriate. Okay. So the Laura Linney uh, character, the Laura Linney saga. So she, we see her at the wedding because British Jason Priestley is acting weird at the wedding. And she's like, do you love him or something? And he's like, oh, no. And like acting all weird. And she's like, okay. All right. So Laura Linney, I don't know what she does, but she works at the same office that Alan Rickman works at. Yeah, she's and under she him seems to like this man named Carl. Not seems to. She's in love with him for two years and seven months and three weeks and two days and what does an hour he and do? a half or something. He's shit. like an art person. He's like an art person. I don't even know what they do. It doesn't matter. Office where they do. They, yeah, she's stuff. always working late and Carl's always there. A lot as well. of late hours. It's yeah. always pitch black. All the lights are off. In the, uh, turn the fucking lights on. There's two people there still. Yeah. You know what? If you don't want to pay the electric bill of having the goddamn lights on, then you don't want two people working late in your fucking yeah. office. Turn the lights on. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Can't take this movie. Alan Rickman's like, hi, how are you, Laura Linney? Ugh. I, I, how long have you worked here? And she says, you know, two years, whatever. How long have you hour. loved Carl? And she's like, oh God, two years. Like, he's like, everybody knows it. Carl knows it. I mm-hmm. know it. Like, just fucking, how can we make this happen? How can I get you into yeah. a Carl today? <laughs> exactly. How can I get and you into a Carl? I don't, after we see What's Carl, I'm like, What's your problem? Like Carl's a very attractive man. My first man. question would have been, oh, so Carl knows, is he into it? That's I didn't think Carl was going to like Laura Linney. That's what I'm like. So I'm like, is it this embarrassing? Or like, so yeah. he knows about it, but like, okay, sup though? Like, yeah, am yeah. I going after Carl? Like, is this in the bag? Because Carl is the typical jacked artist that you usually come he across. He is so sensitive. He's a very he sensitive. Chiseled. Chiseled, jacked, but, <laughs> but sensitive. He is a fucking sculpture, Carl. You want to have an artist who's very sensitive but never misses chest day. That's a very important part of 1% it. One percent body fat. That's the, yeah, see, that's the issue. Carl was insane looking. <laughs> Carl does like, road work at 4 a.m. Carl took his shirt off and I was like, oh, Carl. Like, like, Carl, I'm Jesus. like. If I'm Laura Linney, I'd be like, I need to, like, I don't know, pinch myself. Like, what happened to me I that I get Carl? I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's she's very much, uh, and then what if she blows the whole thing? Oh, Laura Linney blows it. She blows it. She, she puts her boobs it. away. Once she puts her boobs away, I'm like, what are you doing, Laura yeah. Linney? So, I, I was like, jerk him off while you're on the phone, at least for a little bit. Yeah, like, hey, so hold on a she, minute. I'm going to keep you going. There's some weird thing where she's always on the phone, and she's always saying, like, oh, it's okay, babe. Like, you know, da-da-da. So you're like, oh. Who is this babe? But it's clearly like it's clearly a family member. But you're just like, yeah. okay. But who is this? Like you're supposed to like be like that. Laura Linney is mysterious, and she is. Um, and so Carl is dancing with her at the party or whatever, and then he just like makes out with her by you know, dropping her off. So Carl is fucking into this. Carl is down. Carl needed the green light. He was maybe a little bit yeah. apprehensive, and he's like, listen. Mm-hmm. Let's this get, chick is super into I'm gonna me. I'm going to get me some Linny. I'm into this. I will have the Linny with cheese. Yeah. And she, she, he's down. Yeah. yeah. He's getting the, yeah. Sounds like a regional sandwich. He's getting the quarter pound <laughs> Laura Linny with cheese. Yeah. It sounds like a sandwich. 
Great. It's like a weird, like yeah. if you go to like Ohio, they'll have, you got to get a Linny. And uh, poor Carl never got a taste. No. The Linny. Well, poor Well, he got a taste of the Linny. But yeah, poor Linny, poor Carl. She was the one who was really wanting it for years. He was like, oh, she likes me. Yeah, what the hell? I'll yeah, because her. it's her, her brother and her brother is not well. Um, yeah, her brother's mentally challenged. Yeah, I guess and so and I guess her parents died, like their parents died. So she's taking care of her brother, but he Who calls lives in a, a lot. home. Yeah. He like lives under constant supervision. Yeah. I don't know why they keep, why do they let him use the phone in the middle of the night? How about, hey, asshole, you can't call your sister at three in the morning. You're in a fucking. Yeah, I don't know. Like that would be like, if I'm Laura Linney, I'd be like, can you not let him call me at 3 a.m. constantly? Carl. Chill out. I get that he doesn't Carl get it, but you are, get it. You work here. Carl and I are going to start having sleepovers. Yeah. Me and Carl here. Bring <laughs> Carl along. This is Carl. Okay. <laughs> you can't call me at 3 a.m. Carl, take your shirt off and show my brother. See this over here? Carl has 1% <laughs> body fat and my tits were out like a half hour ago. So you're really inconveniencing me at this point, little brother. All right. Stop calling me. And he's he's not just like a little like impaired. He's not Rain Man. He's no. over the fucking rainbow. He takes tries to hit her with a left hook while they're yeah. sitting there. Like the staff has to come. Don't call me at 3 a.m. Yeah. Do you see Carl? You don't need to answer every goddamn call that comes in from this guy who's swinging at you. It was not anywhere. And I get that you want to be take care of him. But for the love of Christ, there's got to be a limit. Yeah. And Carl. Yeah. Is that limit? Carl is the limit. (laughs) Get you some Carl. Meanwhile, she's got fucking, you know, riding the bus with my sister calling her every goddamn other day. So the first time she called, you know, so she starts going into the sob story. She's like, okay, listen, that's my brother. Like, he calls a lot. Like, I don't think she was expecting that he would call a lot. Like, I think she kind of forgot about it, that her brother calls a lot. But. This is right after she put her tits away, by the way. She, yeah. Her nipples are still hard through the material. She put her tits her She put her tits away in the, in the slip. Carl's in his boxer briefs. She's like, yeah, and, and Carl's just listening, and he's very supportive, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, okay, but like, are we doing this? <laughs> like, I am, I am, in all honesty here, I am rock hard Carl at this point. <laughs> I am Carl made of cold steel. So, are we getting this on, or do I have to take my Carl somewhere else? <laughs> what are we doing here? Carl's in his Calvins. Carl's in his Calvins, and he's wanting a Malini sandwich. So what are we doing? Carl's in his Calvins. Okay, yeah, let's go. So yeah, that maybe that can be like a code word for people when they're like, "Hi, is this important?" Because Carl's in his Calvins. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to get it on. That means I just had to put my tits away to take this call. Yeah, so I think that Laura Linney's storyline is very sad because she obviously wants to take care of her brother. Understandable, you know, she wants to be there for her brother, especially since their parents are yeah. not with us anymore, and. But then she also wants to have Carl, she wants to and she Carl. needs to figure out how to have a balance. Yeah, she needs to figure out how to have boundaries, and I think that that like she knows that, and she's like, "Fuck, I fucked it up with she, Carl." She, she yeah, she has to have one of the sad stories because you can't have like because there's like twelve storylines. You can't have them all be successful. That would no. be crazy. So it's like a wrestling card basically, yeah. where there's like you know ten matches and like four bad guys are going to win matches and yep. like six good guys, and that's how they're going to do it. Um, the Billy Mac guy, the the Christmas, he's going to do the Christmas song. Oh, Jesus whatever. Christ, I forgot all about he him. He is um, obviously like a washed up kind of singer, um, and he's got this song, and this is all about him trying to get this song to be the number one song in the country before Christmas. Yeah. Um, so he, he accomplishes that. He decides he, to just let loose and start being honest and being yeah. a dick on TV, and like, and people are like, this is great. How yeah. refreshing. 
Yeah, so he does, you know, crazy stuff. And he says the song sucks on the radio. He's like, it's the worst. It's yeah. so stupid. He's like, I, can't, I hate it. I can't believe it's a pile of crap. Yeah. Let's make so it number he's, one. He's going, you know, little little bonjour here. Going a little, little fucking bonjour. So he's a little bonjour, and then he realizes by the end of it, you know, he got his number one song, and that he, he realizes that he loves his manager, and that they are like a family, so that was like a love, like that he appreciates this yeah, person, because not a romantic love, he's an egomaniac, love. like he's like, you know, it's nice that you yeah, love me as he, much as I love me. He left uh, Elton John's party. Yeah, to, to drink champagne with his manager because he's in like, a depressing yeah, I apartment. To, yeah, I wanted to celebrate with you. Christmas is about being with the people you love. Yeah, That's you can love said. Elton John, but you gotta yeah, love Elton your great. your manager. That yeah, lo- like love Jay Leno. I don't know why he just didn't take his manager to the party. Take his take your manager to the party. I'm taking you to go hang out with rock stars at Elton John's. Oh, maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's what he's like. He's like, I I always think to invite you, and I just never invite you. And I I wanted to show you that I love you. But anyway, that's his (laughs) that's his arc. Um, I love you. He ends up. uh, He said that if it hits number one, he'll perform nude on live on TV. Live on TV. So he does that. Christmas Um, Eve or whatever the shit. Who cares? And then. Prime Minister Hugh Grant, um, he keeps seeing that Natalie girl, and he acts like he's never spoken to women before. Yeah, he's the prime minister. He's a, he, to get elected the head of a fucking country. You have to have some measure of self confidence when you speak. And but like he's like she'll come in and like you know drop biscuits off, and then yeah. he's like, oh, "Thank you for the cookie." Like, thank you. And if he wasn't always trying to be so fucking witty, maybe he wouldn't bumble as much. Yeah, that's it. Just be yourself, dude. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, that's right. Um, but anyway, so he... Pick up um, who you want to pick up at two in the morning. This you know storyline is Live crazy. Your Live your truth. Yeah. Um, this storyline is crazy. So um, he gets the... he taught, He's like, oh, I find it crazy that I, you know, I'm uncomfortable working with you because I don't know anything about you. And so she's like, oh, I'm from the dodgy area over there, Annette. Like, yeah. Um, That's exactly how she said it pretty and, much. <laughs> it's the dodgy area. It's the dodgy area, Annette. Yeah, she, they gave her like, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, be cockney. She's <laughs> like, like my fair lady. Exactly. That's how they're trying to do. Because you white Henry Higgins. Um, <laughs> yeah, they tried to, cause, which and I know I've seen in a lot of British things, obviously, where very american but like very class is an issue there with like yeah. basically like are you a private school or a public we know school this person? from below deck let's just go no ahead. i know that from a lot of british things it's like a very that's like the dividing line of like mm-hmm. whether you're you know yeah kind of what class you're but in. so okay so at one point president billy bob thornton of the united states that's all he is president of the united states no name no president they couldn't even no, have they said, called him the u.s president yeah they never said like president fucking Thomas is here yeah. like never just and then he was like and then Hugh Grant goes Prime Minister Hugh Grant was like oh um <laughs> hello so, President Billy Bob Thornton yeah President I'm, Billy Bob Thornton where is Mrs. <laughs> President Billy Bob Thornton yeah and he's like oh she couldn't come like the first lady almost always comes to like meetings like that that's, because you go to Europe they that's yeah. yeah they usually steal the show over there yeah and um it's true, but yeah, yeah, but like, so the president is, of course, being all pervy and weird with 
Natalie. And he won't give anything in the in the meeting with you, yeah. Brandon, a political meeting. He's like, nope, not going to give you that. Nope, nope, sorry. Yeah. Tough shit. America's so got to do what America's got to do. He's a butthole. And yeah. Hugh Grant is like knowing that he's a butthole. And he's like, you know, but I'm going to take it on the chin because he's president. And then they do yeah, a conference. They do a press conference. And everybody in the thing, obviously everybody in the staff of the prime minister knows that the prime minister saw that the president of the United States was being gross. He tried. It was like Natalie. licking Natalie's face when Hugh Grant walked in. Yeah, that was gross. And they're all looking at him like through their eyebrows. Like, you better fucking yeah, you call better him say out something. for yeah. being a pervert. And Say so he's something. like, he's like the president of the United States is a bully and he's making jokes and we're the home of the Beatles and, you know, we're yeah, a small country, we to, but we're going to, yeah, you know, can't come over here fingering my assistant. You're no friend of mine. Yeah, he tried to bully us and maybe yeah. our relationship isn't what it should, it should be and isn't what we thought it was. And yeah. So he basically changes like a hundred years of world history. Gave them the seconds. what for. Yeah. Because of Natalie. So, yeah. I mean, you know, as far as love goes, not bad, but she's cute. She's cute. But as far as international intrigue goes. You know, that could really have a lot no, of ramifications down I the think, road. I think Natalie is worth an Yeah, entry. I'm just saying, you know, down the road, that could that could have uh, right. ramifications. That's yeah. all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's a bad thing or a wrong thing. but um, So he gets her a new job. Love Actually too. And that's like <laughs> the UK's in a war and they go to like the US to try to get a coalition and the US yeah. won't help and actively goes against them. And it's, that's the Love Actually too. Um, and Natalie okay. leaves Hugh Grant. So Hugh Grant's storyline wraps up like that he is also Emma Thompson's big big brother. Yes. He... Um, <laughs> Which is weird. What else does he do? She knows oh, Liam Neeson so and comforts him through the he, loss of his wife. Emma Thompson is also the brother of the prime minister, married to Alan Rickman, knows fucking Laura Linney, knows Carl because <laughs> they yeah. work there. It's so weird. So, um, Hugh Grant ends up like getting Natalie a new job, and then he says, "Okay, um, I got a Christmas card from her where she's like apologizing, and that's like you should have made it clear that she didn't do anything wrong because she's like, sorry that the president got weird with me. Yeah, like, what? I swear and she's like, I, I swear I wasn't there. trying to do anything, and yeah. it's like." Obviously, I believe you. Clearly, he were yeah. You seemed very uncomfortable. Yeah, he was you trying did, to lick you, your face. You definitely did not look excited about President Billy Bob Thornton touching you. So who would be? Yeah. So I just felt like Hugh Grant probably could have made that more clear. But I did like that he always stuck up for her about when she was saying that like her boyfriend said that she had too thick of thighs. They keep talking and that about guys don't want girls with. Uh, Thighs the size of tree trunks. And I was yeah. like, excuse me. Yes, yeah, I don't know we, yes what, guys do. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what guy she's talking about. Have you seen about, J-Lo? But, yeah, guys, we, we don't mind. We don't mind a thick-thighed woman. That's not a, that's not a bad thing at all. No. And they keep calling her... Chubby. They keep calling her like, oh, yeah, she's... The, not only do they call her chubby, they use it as a reference point. They're like, the chubby Ooh, girl. Do you think that they're kind of like, doing the like a Monica girl. Lewinsky thing there? Yes, that's exactly what they were doing because it was yeah, 2003. they kept calling her chubby. They kept saying chubby. Like, they called... Yeah. That's the way they referenced her. Like, do you mean the chubby problem. girl? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, she's not chubby. There's no, nothing. She was so cute. You would never look at her and go, oh, yeah, she's pretty chunky. Like, there's yeah. no, nobody would say that about no. her. It was very strange. I thought that they made her, quote, the chubby girl through yeah. the movie. And so he finds her um, at her house. He goes around. He's ringing people's doorbells, which I was like, well, she is on your staff. So you probably, probably have her address. Up. 
And he leaves. I don't know if this is true, by the way. England, we have a lot of British listeners. I would love to know. The prime minister, when he wants to go somewhere, like like to the dodgy part of town, he can just walk outside and go, I'm going here. And the guy yeah. take and like two I'm going dudes. To Circle K, does anybody need anything? Two dudes take him like it's an Uber. Yeah. Basically. And then they have one cop car following. Like that's the whole motorcade. Yeah. He's just allowed. The, and later on, when he goes to the concert, he just tells the guy, "Yeah, I'll be in, I'll be back in a little while." And the guy's just waiting in the car, and he goes inside to the concert where they don't sweep it for bombs or check for anything. Yeah. Do you not? Do you have they not had a lot of assassinations of head of states there where they don't have security like we do? I guess not. Because if like, the president went to McDonald's, like if he had to go through the drive-through, it would be a it's a procession. There's yeah twenty vehicles the whole that have to follow it. Would and, be shut yeah. down. Uh, yeah, there'd be helicopters swarming above, making sure. And then it's I be would crazy. be swearing. Yeah, I don't like it when you take up my traffic. Yes, that's the thing over there. No traffic, you just blend right in. It's one cop car and, yeah. and a Jaguar. I don't care what your problem is or where you need to be. <laughs> I have other places that I need to be. Yeah, and you're inconveniencing my day. Exactly. But anyway, that's that fine. Point. Okay, so he goes and finds her, takes her to the. Christmas concert because I mean technically those are his nieces and nephews so like I you know he's going to that why he had to be weird about it I don't know but and he also knocked on Alan Rickman's secretary slash cheater love interest slash slash cheating partner yeah he knocked on her door and she lives next door to Natalie so I'm like what is going on yeah in this everybody movie? knows everybody yeah. um okay so then that brings us to uh, Alan Rickman. So Alan Rickman is a boss, just he's a boss running somewhere. A company. He's got the big office. Running a company. People come into his um, office and give him plans and things, and he approves them. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. And when you know people are like, "What do you need?" When yeah. he asks you to go in there, so his their storyline <laughs> is in charge. <laughs> he is married to Emma Thompson, and he is like flirting with his very young receptionist. And they're always flirting with each other. And is she very young? She looks young. Really? <clears throat> yeah, she I looked like she was like 20. Real? I did not get that from her. I so, actually got like, I was like, well, at least she's, I actually thought at least she's not like 22. She looked like she was like 37 to me. I don't know. I could I know, be maybe. completely wrong, but maybe. that was... So she's my just brain a, told significantly me. younger than Alan Rickman. Younger than her. Yeah, yeah. But I, in my brain, so, I was like, at least she's not 21. She is like this girl like is sitting in her chair and like spreading her legs in front of him. Like, dude, I was like, this is aggressive. She's got. Yeah. She like, oh, she just like just bow. This is aggressive. And she like leans back in her chair like, yeah, like she's like shooting pheromones from her yeah. from her business. Waft. Yeah. Waft. She was wafting. She was trying to get Alan Rickman yeah. that WAP. <laughs> yeah, it was obvious. It was really fucking. Yeah. She's a WAP to WAP. So she WAPed a WAP. Oh my God. Gross. <laughs> no. No. What? I don't like this. What? That's what you do when you like somebody, right, ladies? You, you waft a WAP. No. That's the whole thing that you do, right? You just waft it over there. You sit before them and you waft a WAP. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's that's the that's no! the re- that's the remix right over there. <laughs> Watch out for it. We're gonna make an infomercial soon. of Waft a Wop. Yeah, Waft a Wop. Yeah, it's I, a, yeah. It's a certain little from the top. Make it a, waft. Yeah, it's a crotch fan. <laughs> <laughs> you put it in like ew. It, it's no, like like okay. putting it in a window in a shitty house with it's hot inside. Oh you know, my god! Except it's wafting. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sending out my favorite. Do I need to eat more marshmallows now no. or what? Is that my Linda Linney? Linda? <laughs> Linda Linney. L- Laura. Linda Linney. Laura Linda Linney. Um, this movie's a contest for, by the way, who's the whitest woman alive? Absolutely. That's a, <laughs> it's like a contest. Then Betty Draper jumps in at the end of it and you're like, holy shit, yeah, there's that's a new contender. A fucking, ah, there's yeah. a new contender. Okay. So <laughs> oh, Alan man. Rickman, he is married to <laughs> Emma T. Emma T. And she seems wonderful. She seems like a great she mother. She's supportive, she, nice, kind, she's funny. She's supportive. She's funny. Cool. She's, you know. Um, and Alan Rickman is flirting with his secretary all the Waft-a-wop. time. Waft a wop. And um, she. <sighs> Alan Rickman fucking buys this uh, broad a necklace. And Emma Thompson sees it and she's like, ooh, I'm getting a necklace. Yeah, he leaves it in his coat pocket hanging in the in the in the right in the front of the house. So she's like, And then what's the this? gift that he got her for Christmas was like the same size box. So she's yeah. like, ooh, ooh, I got me a necklace. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. And then when she opens up the one Christmas present that he got her. He got her, a couple because the kids wanted to give her a different one. I know, and she's I to like, see no, the... no, let me pick out the gift I want to yeah. open now. Boom, this okay. one because she wanted that necklace. I like to see the other Christmas presents. I want to see what else he got her that yeah. year. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying it dismissed. I'm just curious. I want to know what he because got her. Because that necklace was 270 pounds. 270 pounds. A Joni Mitchell CD was even a box set of some. It was going to be 30. 20 bucks. 30 pounds maybe, 20 yeah. pounds. So that's not going to be. No. So I wanted to see what else you got because you're getting the assistant 270 pounds. You better the mother get your of wife your children. Something. Yeah. The mother of your children Dude. gets very expensive gifts. She should be getting something good. Yeah. Instead, she gets a fucking CD. So. And she gets, yeah, you give her a Joni Mitchell CD, yeah. which then and she gets to just like here. I know this is gonna hurt your feelings, and this I want you to really, you, I really want you to be present for all of this. Yeah. Here's some Joni Mitchell. He might as well. I mean, at least he didn't get her like Fiona Apple because then yeah. she'd come out like ready Jewel. to kill him. Do you need a marshmallow? <laughs> no. Okay. She'd come out ready to kill him. She'd yeah. be like, I've been a bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a bad, bad girl. Oh. I fucking. He's the She's going to be like Karen from fucking uh, Goodfellas. Yeah. With the gun, right? Jet Rossi. Jet is Rossi. <laughs> Two R. Rossi. You're nothing but a whore. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Superintendent. Yes, sir. No. I'd like you to know that there's a whore living in your building. Two R. Rossi. Jet is Rossi. Sorry. Go ahead. Finish the rest of it. <laughs> He's my husband. It's your own goddamn man. Okay. I there knew that you had, had to. to. I had to give it her due. I just... She needed her due. Karen Hill. I feel like she just didn't get it. So there. James has to do the entire the entire scene. I have to. It's just a thing that I do. Yeah. He but, has to do the whole scene. Anyway. So. This movie. She, Emma Thompson, at one point gives Alan Rickman the business because she's like, listen, what am I supposed to do? I found a gold gold necklace in my husband's jacket and yeah. he gave it to somebody else. And he's like, so either you gave it to her because you're fucking her or you gave it to her because you love her. Because you want to fuck her. Yeah. And so she's like, so, I mean, how am I supposed to feel? And I was like, yes, Emma, laying down the law, giving him the business. Good for you. Yeah. And she even warned him about yeah. uh, Waft a Wop to begin with. She's like, Mia's very pretty. Mia's very pretty. He's like, who? 
Yeah, he's like, like, oh, is she? Yeah, mm, I don't know. Yeah, by the way, if anybody says, is she, yeah. that's, you know, yeah. that that person is av- avoiding answering the question. Yeah, so they the proper like, answer was, she's all right. That's the proper answer that you give as a husband. Oh, my God. No commitment. No- if I were to ask James this, I would have, I would be so annoyed and I would just forget that I asked about anybody because I would just <laughs> say like, oh, that girl's kind of cute. And he'd be like, no, she's not. Well, yeah, if I don't, if I don't find her cute. <laughs> No, that girl particularly, I said, no, she looks like a snake person. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. She's got a long neck and too small of a head, so she's a snake person, and I feel like it's like an evil dead too, that thing that comes out of the basement and tries to eat him. So it's I don't like it. Whereas, you know, maybe Alan Rickman, though, maybe that's his type. I'm not saying yeah. she's not an attractive woman. Just, she's attractive. She's it's just, if I were to have asked James, he would have been like, huh. Yeah. Well, that's another thing you could say. You could go, no, she's not. That's not my type. Blah, blah, blah. Or you can be like, I don't know. She's all right. But he was like, who? What now? She's a, I don't know. Meanwhile. Mia? Who's Mia? Who's Mia? She's parked outside of his office, wafting her vagina out. Pull a Kevin Costner. I don't even look at her. I just see her for the smart young girl that she is. She's just a smart young woman that I'd really like to see. I've never paid attention to her looks. Oh, yes. I guess she does have a sexuality about her. I never thought about it. Kevin Costner is the worst because I watched this interview I think when I was watching the Whitney documentary um, about Whitney Houston on Hulu and they're talking about like they're interviewing Kevin Costner about it and he says um, he's like everybody everybody kept talking about that she was you know but he's like but I didn't see her as a as as a what did he say I "I just saw her as as a pretty and brilliant young woman and I didn't I didn't and I'm like yeah, it was really like... Like, shut up, Kevin Costner. Yeah. We get it. You're amazing. You're very... Uh, yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> Take me to your Oceanside you're, fuck you're, bit. You're quite magnanimous with your Oceanside <laughs> fuck den. That's wonderful. It's the Oceanside I fuck know, pit. I know, I know, but it's... Take me just, to your Oceanside fuck pit. Please. Somebody needed to have that in this movie. That, maybe that can be the new Heaven's Gate. Like That's yeah. the new cult. Did anybody actually, like... To hook up like well, I guess you Grant and what's her name were hooking yeah. up at the end. There. So Alan Rickman is so he's disgusting. We hate him. Um, yeah, we don't even gross. know if they stay together. Do they stay. Well, together? she no, because at the end of the movie, Emma Thompson seems very like she's like high. Like a month earlier, they were fighting, and then like a month later, they're picking him up from Heathrow Airport, and then like glad you're here like what's happening with you yeah well, give me like a freeze frame with like a title card like we do in Real Housewives of Potomac let me know yeah I'd like to see some Potomac like action yeah. but I mean this movie could have been could have been spiced up with some Real Housewives but that's another story and then Colin Firth ends up like being on some he's like goes to some country house because he loses his mind after his girlfriend is cheating on him with we his think friend. it's rural Portugal that's what we've established so he goes somewhere and he goes in this country house and he's gonna write a novel I guess I don't know yeah. what he's doing and then he has some girl that helps him out I think it's France might be France and he has this girl that helps him out as a housekeeper and she's from she speaks Portuguese so they don't talk they don't even speak the same language these two so it's like they're just trying to figure out how to communicate with each other. Yeah. So, of course, they fall in love, right? Obviously, because the, the confusion of it all. taking care of him. and I just have to talk about the book thing. The whole crux of their relationship was her jumping into the water to save his paper that flew off of his desk. Yeah. He's sitting out by a pond writing, and he's got and this desk windy. set up. It's so fucking windy. He's got all this shit on his desk, and you can tell that, like... There's a whole so he's got like 14 paperweights. He's got a cup and a rock and all this yeah. different shit. She brings him something, picks up a cup, 
and all of these papers go fly. I mean, like 150 pages fly yeah. into the wind. And he goes, oh, that's half the book. So, <laughs> okay, it's half the book. Do you want me to get a marshmallow ready? My point is I should get them locked and loaded. My point about this is, so let me get this straight. He went outside and wrote 150 pages that morning yeah. and had them all stacked up next to him as he wrote them. Or the <laughs> logical and somehow even more illogical thing yeah. would be, <laughs> He took the 150 pages that he had already written yeah. from inside the house where they were nice and safe and dry yeah. and brought them outside into a windstorm to put them on his desk so they could sit in a windstorm next to a pond without having an extra copy. Being held down by a mug. Being held down by a mug when there's no extra copies. That's his fucking plan. That's yeah. what's, That's what you're going to tell me. Blew the fucking papers into there and then she got her clothes off and even though it's like thick sweater weather, she jumps into the pond and that's fine and we're all going to believe that. And it's that. freezing. <sighs> Okay. What was my favorite line in that scene? I don't know. Somebody t- committed suicide and we oh, went, thank no, no, fuck, no, no, we don't no. have to deal with them anymore. Okay, so she like she takes all of her clothes off. For, she, yeah. does, she does it so slow. So Unbelievably slow. Unbelievably slow. Papers are sinking already. They're done. Papers are sinking. They're ruined. Most of it's them. over. And she takes her hair out of a ponytail. Oh, yeah. Shakes it like we're in an Herbal Essence commercial. Oh, it's... And then she dives in like she like looks like she might as well have been in Baywatch where yeah. she's like Pam Anderson. <laughs> What's going on out there? Yeah. And then dives in and tries to like swim around to find the papers. And it's like. Hey, yeah, it's already a lost cause, and he said that he's yeah. like, "Don't worry about Don't worry it. About it's it. okay. It's, it's rubbish it's just anyway. My whole life. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's just everything I'm doing. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> just decided to bring it out here into a windstorm because I like to live on the edge. I'm a fucking asshole. Suffering my own consequences or, right here. Yeah. Or he wrote it all that morning, so no problem. He can write a new 150 pages that yeah, afternoon a, and be done amazing. by he's great. Suntown. Fuck it. So oh. he okay. So <sighs> and then he decides to jump in. And I don't know why. I don't know. So he she's already in, in the in the he water, and know. she's like, "Oh, I, you know, I, I hope that this is good because I wish, I hope that I'm not saving something." It's like, first of all, ma'am, nobody asked you. Yeah, what, what's your And opinion? second of all, I specifically you told you now? not to jump in there. Yeah. And then second of all, like it's paper. Yeah, it's paper. This that is got not. Water. This is not going to recover. Paper I'm not and ink see don't do ink. well in water. Yeah, usually. So, uh, and then also, like, we shouldn't have had this whole like Baywatch Herbal Essences commercial. If you were really concerned, you would just yeah, jump in with your dress she, on yeah. and get everything. But, but instead, she, she you're had like, to be seductively. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I never noticed she was hot before. Yeah, I didn't know how hot she was, and it's yeah. like, ugh, okay, we yeah. get it. She took the glasses off. Like, like men don't try to... Oh, you took your frumpy yeah. sweater off. Like men don't try to tell what's under the frumpy sweater. That's the first yeah. thing you, you try to establish if you're some guy in a cottage with someone. You'd be like, what's under there? Jesus, what's the... Anytime she turned, you'd be like, okay, it hugged her body that way. That looked good on that <laughs> side. And you start to put together like a 3D mental image of yeah. yourself. And by the time you've known her for 12 minutes, you know what she looks like naked. That's what a man's mind does. That's sick. It works like a computer. That's like a, sick. Like a sick, disgusting porn Ew. computer. That's Ew. how our brains work. Oh, sorry. No. Now you know, ladies. That's uh, and and gentlemen, you're nodding your heads, and um, I'm sorry I told on us, but uh, it came out. Oh, I'm sorry I let you the should have put the, the marshmallow bag. in your mouth. Well, that's what the marshmallows okay. are for. So anyway, <laughs> um, Colin Firth, he drops her off somewhere. I don't know where, and he fucking uh, like just in the middle of the road. Yeah, that's fine. He drops her off somewhere. She kisses him, and he just stands there. Like a dildo. Like a dildo. Yeah. I was like, sir? 
Yeah. What are you doing? You don't. She said, blood. I'm really sad that I'm leaving you. Like, I'm sad. Yeah. And I'm going to miss you. And this is going to be whatever. And he's just standing in the street. Yeah, I'm like, like Colin Firth, yeah. what are you doing? Come on. So um, so he just stands there, gets in a car accident. No That's time how stupid for this guy is. Oh, the line Firth. was, he said, try not to, she said, try not to dis- disturb the eels. That's right. That's that was right. A good, that yeah. was a good line. Okay. Um, so... Uh, then this he sucks so bad. The end of the movie is him taking, uh, like you know, where he's learning another language and he learns Portuguese, and then he goes to Portugal, and then he finds, he stalks this woman. He goes to this person's parents' house mm-hmm. and is like, "Hi, I'm going to marry your daughter in I'd like Portuguese." To ask permission to marry your daughter, and then he, this other daughter comes out. He's like, "Oh no, 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 not yeah, that one," because she's, she's the fat. She's a bigger. Daughter. She's a big girl, and the father's <laughs> like, "No, here, yeah, marry her. Go yeah. ahead." And the daughter's like, "I don't even know this guy. You're going to yeah. sell him to sell me to him." And she's the father's like, "I'd pay him. What are you talking about?" Yeah. And then and <laughs> Colin Firth's like, "The other, I met the other daughter. He's like, great. I'll take you to take that yeah. one." One of my daughters is going uh, yeah. home with this very British man. What do I have to do to put you in one of my daughters this evening? Today, you're driving off the lot in one of my daughters. Hello. What's happening? Yeah, and then so apparently Aurelia is at work, and she goes. So they go to her work, and he does this whole uh, speech in Portuguese. You know, but the whole he, town follows. He, by the yeah, way, yeah, the whole town follows, and this daughter, the the eldest daughter, is like, Dad, I hope you're not going to say. She's very back and forth on Colin Firth. Yeah, she hates him. She likes like, him. She, she kisses goes, him. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna send him. They're gonna sell Aurelia to this man into slavery. Into slavery. Yeah, and then she's like, Come on, like let's go. They're selling her into slavery. This English man. Everyone's and like, then Great. Everybody's like, Oh, okay. And then she's like, Dad, you have to say no to this. You have to say no to this. And he, the dad says, Shut up, Miss Dunkin' Donut, two thousand three. Yeah, I was like, My God, Jesus Ooh. Christ, like a seventh grade papa. Wow. No good. My that goodness. was I was like, oh my God. And then another oh, time girl. the whole town is going, you know, to the restaurant. They're all walking to the restaurant and they fucking said they're like, I heard that he's gonna kill her. And this person goes, Cool. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what is going on in this town? So he goes there and he professes his love for her and talking about ev- evidentiary proof for He learned some really fancy language yeah. in in another language. I guess you want to show them that you're committed to it. It's it like was G a stick real, on 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, that was a real, like, he went hard. He though. threw down yeah. on Colombian. He did. It was good. Yeah. So he, um, so Colin Firth says, like, hi, how's it going? I want to marry you. And she's like, that would be nice. Like she's like they asked her if you want. They wanted more bread. Yeah, she, <laughs> that's what she said. She goes, that would be nice. Okay. I was like, do you want? Thank you. That would be nice. Thank do you. Do you want some more bread at that, the yeah, table? Thank that's you. Exactly that would how be nice. she said. Yeah. Thank you. That'd be nice. Yeah. We'll take I some more. I should have said that. I really messed up. Another glass of wine. Yeah. Thank you. That'd be nice. When you asked me to marry you, I sh- I really messed. You should have said thank you. That would be nice. No, I just instead I said yeah. You're like yeah, I probably I also said it's about time. Well, I think you were like, whatever, that's cool. I don't think I said whatever. Yeah, you were like, that's cool, whatever. I was really mad at you that day because you were acting weird. Yeah. And every guy always acts weird. And I was like, if you're just going to act weird and you're going to act weird, then just tell me what's going on. Yeah, you're I don't like surprises. Really, yeah. I, I like, don't like Jesus surprises. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she had she had to harangue me into. He made me a, pota- a potato bouquet. Okay. He put like chives. And it's it, very it, it sweet. Had a, it had a. Yeah, it's not as dumb as it sounds. No, so it she was had, like... She had talked about this it was, before. I thought it was funny, yeah. and it was funny, and it was awesome. And I was like, this is uh, this is an effort. I was like, what's uh, what's going on with this? He's up to something. And then you were like, I have to go to the store. I was like, cool, what store? I'll go with you. 
And you were like, no. And just being super weird. So I was really mad at you. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> you should have just told me. Just told me. But like, hey, stupid. That's I not how it get, works. I had to go get you something. Take a marshmallow and shut up. That's no, not I'm how not it works. No, I'm not shutting up. That's not how it works. You I didn't say them. that I was going to do the marshmallow thing. You don't just tell somebody, by right. the way, I'm going to propose later. That's not so how now, it works. So now, let's get to the- About five, six o'clock. I don't know. Get ready. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Let's get to the last one, the most disturbing one, the Kira Knightley one, with wow, the British Jason Priestley. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, fuck Alan Rickman. Yeah. Whatever. I was so fucking mad at but this, this guy. This British Jason Priestley. We're supposed to feel good about this too. Yeah. What is this? So he is like acting all weird. Kira Knightley gets on the phone with him because she's trying to be like, "Hey, I want. I saw that you were videoing my wedding. I want that footage." Because I want like a nice video yeah. of me in my wedding dress because the guy that I paid for sucked. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, I don't even know if I have it. I'm like, okay, but like you do have it. Yes, it just happened like yeah. a week ago. Like a couple weeks ago. So you absolutely yeah. have it. So. And he's like, oh, I probably taped over it. No, no, you didn't. She thinks he hates her. Yeah, so she, yeah, he's acting all weird friend. and she thinks he hates her. And so she keeps trying to like, kiss up to this guy to be like, you know, I know you're my husband's friend. And the husband, the Peter guy says to him, he's like, hey, my wife's going to get on the phone with you and like, be nice. And he's yeah. like, I am nice. Like, you know, what? what, what? Yeah. But he's acting like, I don't even like girls. Like, ew. Yeah, like, yeah. Like they're in sixth uh, grade and the uh, you got a friend. girlfriend. Yeah, you got a girlfriend. <laughs> you're not bringing her to the treehouse, man. What's <laughs> yeah. happening? They're not allowed. No, dude. That's yeah. just for guys. It's just for us, man. Girls only, man. Like, yeah. you know, gross. <laughs> so anyway, he's that's how that's how the British Jason Priestley guy's acting. And then, so Kira Knightley ends up going over there and bringing him like a pie thing. I, it, it must have been a meat pie or something. Oh, yeah, she's I like, know. I brought this for you. And, um, oh, God, she sucks. Yeah, uh, she does suck. She's always so forced with everything that she says. Yeah, I and, can't, like, she yeah. always sounds like she's reciting Jane Austen. Like, even if she's <laughs> saying, like, yeah. even if she's saying, like, I like, brought you a meat pie. Yeah. <laughs> I ate mac and cheese for lunch. Like yeah, she's very... just like Mr. Darcy. Like it's she's nuts. I she drives me nuts. Yeah, she's not um, one of your favorites. You're always so complaining she... when she's in something. Ugh. Um. Okay. So she enters and she's like, "Hey, like, let's look for the videotape because yeah. you're a fucking weirdo and I know you have it." And he's like, "I don't have it anymore." So she goes, "Oh, what about that? It says my name on it." And then this is the video from like a couple weeks ago. So she pops it in the TV. And he's been using it as fucking jerking fuel over here. Oh my God. He was like, he <laughs> had to have been like crazy Joe Davola. Yeah, right? it is stalker level weirdness. Okay. All close ups of her face. She put this video on. She's like, oh, perfect. It's it's me in yeah. my wedding dress. That's exactly what I wanted. Great. And then she's like, oh, cool. Even like some close ups. That's great. And then she's like, okay, wow. So like, this is all me. Yeah. Like, it's hard to keep a tight shot across a room on a tiny camcorder like that. Yeah. Like he had to be, that was some camera work he put into and that. And I was just like, okay, like, am I calling the police? Yeah, it was mad creepy. Yeah. So, she's like. She's like cool with it, though. But she's like, her takeaway from it is, I look very pretty. Yes. And I'm like, 
which was weird. I look great. You look fucking insane. Do you see how many, this is all close-ups of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we didn't even ask to see, like, and then he left the apartment. I The first thing I would do if I was Kira Knightley is I would look at all the pictures that were all, like, taped up back there. I'd be like, are these me? Yeah. Are they, what the hell is going on? This is creepy shit. And then... And then take the video, and that's your video, and then you show your friend, and you're like... This is the video that your friend. But made the, me. she doesn't though because she she's like I look into, pretty. Yeah, but then she's like later on she's like into this. It's weird. Yeah, she's like it's really fucking creepy. So that's the th- that's my least favorite scene. You always see this picture, and every girl always posts this picture, like the to me you're perfect, the note cards thing. So Jason, British Jason Priestley, fucking is like found out. He's basically like Dexter. He's like, oh, yeah. he found out I'm a serial killer. Like, oh my God. The, and like disappears. It, this would have been normal if he was like a ducky situation where yeah. if he was her friend like for a long time mm-hmm. and he was like, I never got to tell her. And then she was like, oh fuck, I feel bad. Yep. I'm not in love with him. I'm in love with this guy. I got married, but, this is but, like his... but he's a sweet guy. I've known him forever. And I'll, you know, this is like just an asshole yeah. who wants to fuck his best friend's wife. Uh-uh. Fuck this guy. Yeah. So he he's rings, gross. he rings the doorbell. Kira Knightley goes, um, and he answers the door, which I'm not saying anything about Peter and I'm not saying anything about Kira Knightley, but I feel like if it's nighttime, you at least like would be standing around by the door to like yeah. see, see well, although England. That's true. We're thinking in a very American sense. That's I, a good point. In America, honestly, if it's nighttime and you're ringing, you're like, that could be like eight serial killers and yeah. Frankenstein to try to yeah. kill me. So it could be anything. Are they trying anything. to case the neighborhood? I'm not yeah. sure if in every country we feel that, like that. That's, yeah. Okay, you, yeah. perfect. Then that never could be, mind. Peter that could and literally be a monster with a machine gun standing yeah. on my front porch. Peter yeah. and Kira Knightley are just nailing it <laughs> i don't um, know though that's so just... she, he's got these note cards and the the friend says um like the husband says like hey who is it and the first note card says tell him it's carol singers yeah oh it's just some carol singers and he's like tell them give him a quid and tell him to like fuck off basically off, i was yeah. like oh my god and he doesn't hilarious. move he just sits there yeah watching tv so he this the jason Priestley guy uh, puts this song, you know, this Christmas song on, and he does this whole like he brings a boombox, brings a boombox, does this whole like note card situation, and explains like, sorry, I know that I come across as a dick. I'm actually a psycho, and <laughs> I love. You, you thought I was a jerk, but I'm really someone you should be afraid of. I'm actually terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, like I. I want to wear your skin. <laughs> Clearly. I've made these cards saying, I don't have any expectations, but I just want to be a dick and tell you that I love you, even though you're married to my... What a scumbag. Yeah. So he's like, you're perfect. I think you're wonderful. And I just have to live my life always uh, you know, loving you. And you are just going to be married to my friend and... Like, you know, so I figured I would just tell you and make you feel bad I'd and make weird. the situation even creepier. Yeah. And make you even uncomfortable because now what are you going to do? Go tell your husband? Yeah. Hey, weirdest thing. Jason Priestley was just downstairs and he had a whole thing. Like you. Yeah. No. So then she closed the door. He picks up his cue cards and his boom box and walks off. And then she runs back out and kisses him. She runs out and kisses him. And I'm like, what is happening? No. What the fuck? Poor civil rights guy over here has his best friend and his. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, Peter was just sitting down to watch TV. Jesus Christ. I'm very disturbed. So, anyway, Jason Priestley guy. Let Kira Knightley hook up with Alan Rickman and they can be together. 
So everybody is together. Uh, the concert is the end. The concert's scene, at the know. end. The, big... the you know everybody did talk great. About the kid at the airport. The kid. Ugh. The Sammy guy, you know, he gets a kiss on the cheek from the teenage girl that sings "All I Want for Christmas Is yeah. You." Tiny Liam Neeson um, gets glitter to kiss him on the cheek. And then, you know, Alan Rickman sees his kids and Emma Thompson at the airport. He doesn't deserve her at all. No. But, I mean, that's that's fine. I understand. They have kids together, so Ugh. you got to do what's right for you. But, I mean, Emma Thompson, like, you're going to learn something in those Joni Mitchell songs. You are. You're going to learn about pain. because uh, And about loving yourself. Well, you know what? She's going to need it because yeah. I feel like there's a long road ahead of her. Pave paradise. It's all right. It's, it's going to happen. Put up a parking lot. But so. she's, uh, I think she's got a lot. Of, she she does know everyone in the movie, so yes, that's going to help her everyone. a lot. She's got a lot of friends to help um, her through, including and, her prime minister brother. Yeah. And um, so, you know, the prime minister, Hugh Grant and Natalie, they kiss at the thing and they're just, you know, discovered. They wave. Everybody is, to, I think, and I think also Bilbo Baggins and that girl are engaged. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's got a ring. Movie. Yeah. And somehow they know, no, they just know the the guy who picks up his friend from the airport from his yeah, Wisconsin. They his know Milwaukee. a Wisconsin friend yeah. who comes back with, you know. Yeah. A woman with a cowboy hat on. And brings Denise Richards, who and, is super yeah, aggressive. For the friend who's like making out with his friend. And she's at like, the airport. they said you were gorgeous. I'm and like, she starts kissing him. Gross. Jesus Christ. What's happening with you? But anyway. But that's the apparently the fantasy of a sexually aggressive hot American women. I guess. That's what I think is the. I think that's like a. I think that's like a, a cliche. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, James. Oh, God, we end the movie with a collage of Heathrow Airport. Yeah, okay. well, Hugh Grant and, and and Natalie being revealed kissing at the end I of know, the child's I, concert. Yeah. That's it. I, yeah. I said that. Oh, okay, I forgot. Yeah. yeah um, so we 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 end on a bunch of different you know um, video footage from actual people seeing each other at Heathrow at London Heathrow Airport. Luckily, they. <laughs> They keep from making any more 9-11 references yeah. over the end of the movie. Help, that's but helpfully. That, that made me miss going to the airport, James. Did that make you miss going to the airport? Uh, yes, it made me miss going if, places if and could, being places okay, and going James, generally. If you could go to the airport right now, where, where would I, you go? I would go, I think, to the Heigl meter. You would go to the Heigl meter? To the Heigl meter? The Heigl meter is our unit of measurement, the way that we rate our movies on a scale of one Heigl to five Heigls. Five Heigls being the most punishing. Absolutely. Worst, worst. movie you've ever seen in your life. Yes. I love, actually. Uh, or one Heigl, which is not that bad. Not that bad. You can um, sit through it. Yeah. Okay, James, since it is Christmas, my <laughs> gift to you is you can go first. I can go first? And okay. And just have a, have a wide berth with it. Okay, well, since Christmas is on the... the <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're going to do this British style, too. Since Christmas is on, since they do days and then months, we mm-hmm. do months and then days and yeah. on dates. Over there, Christmas is on 25-12, okay? Okay. December 25th. So I'm going to give this 2,512 Heigels. Okay. And uh, that's approximately as many cast members that are in the movie as well. Okay. So it, it's, it really evens out nicely. Um, I was going to go higher. I was going to okay. give it the entire population of the country of England because I feel like they tried to include everybody who, okay. in the entire country in it. 
But uh, then I decided, no, that's not fair. Let's stick with the just the people who participated in the movie, which would be 2,512 of them. Okay. So 2,512 Heigl's. 2,512. Um, I would say this movie is less preferable than beating your forehead in with a with a ball peen hammer okay so there you go what okay. about you how would you like to rate this for okay. christmas what do you got here i am going to give this movie 3.73839 because that's five u.s heigels that's five. Oh, so that's so the exchange is, rate very nice this is the exchange rate very nice i have no feeling about it i hated it, it was, the one thing is so like in must love dogs i really started to i got curious about things so i wanted to start googling them i could never go down that journey with this movie because no. this movie really did make you focus on how much you don't like it i will say this Nobody about this movie. this movie the pacing of it For a two hour and 10 minute movie, because all the scenes, because there's so many fucking people in it, you can't have more than a two minute long scene or else you'll forget the other characters. And when they cut to them, you'll be like, what's going on with them again? It's like a reality show. Yes, exactly. 90 Day Fiance, they have to keep going to the different people so you don't forget. So that I will give it. And it's... It's, not lulled. It could have been worse. Yeah. We, there was no like nine minute scenes of people staring at each other and having boring no, shit like No, sometimes there was just like a 30 second scene of just, you know, Hugh Grant yeah. sitting there reading a card. It was and a super cut. That's yeah. what I mean. It was, there was yeah. no plot to it, no anything. They mm-hmm. cut out all the storyline, the plot, and just made it. Here's romance. Bang, bang, bang. Worst Take it. movie ever. Fuck your mothers, everybody. There yeah. you go. Take that. That's what they tried to do to us. Thanks a lot. Do you know whose mother's? We shouldn't fuck. Who? I have our Patreon. Oh, I don't want to fuck their mothers. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Your mothers should stay unfucked unless they want to be fucked. But otherwise, they should stay unfucked and in a pristine condition. Yeah. Please, who are these wonderful people? So, yes. Thank you guys all so much for hanging out with us. (laughs) Thank you. I hope you guys had nice holidays. Absolutely. Um, And uh, again, we are on Patreon. Um, patreon.com slash you got high gold I'm trying to just be quick and like blow through this yeah. stuff because I know you guys don't give a shit you guys just want to hear love actually so yeah whatever hang out with us on bonus episodes we play games we you know we have fun we talk There's shit a, yeah it's they're fun. funny yeah um, cause variety we like to talk about we like to watch bad TV shows and we like to talk about them and we always have so much fun doing that and Absolutely. it is a good time to watch TV with us <laughs> And, oh, by the way, Twitter says that we have to do a watch along for one of the Twilight movies. Oh, for It'll be the last one. Oh, It'll be the last one. Because you know what? It's the last one. And it's the funniest one. Oh, boy. Okay. I can't so wait. anyway, <laughs> yes. Um, and thank you guys so much. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash you got Heigold, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. Yes. Apple um, Podcasts, the reviews help a lot. Thank you for that yeah. very much. Anyway, I want to get to the, making this about you guys because yes. you guys are so awesome and we appreciate people. you guys hanging out with us. Tell me the good people. And none of these people, remarkably, were in Love Actually that no. we're going to name, I don't well, think. I, we don't know. Which is- They might have been. We didn't look at the that's credits. That's true. It, it, so many people, I think about 83% of the world was in this movie, yeah. so some of these people might have. Nastasia Markin. Thank you. Sonia Montgomery. Thank you, thank you. Kelsey, Kelsey Headland. Dana Fluck. That might be my favorite last name. That's a good last name. That's my favorite last name. If I, if I didn't have to, if I, if I could have a last name, it would be Fluck. <laughs> okay. pretty good. Casey Holleran. Uh, Valerie Callahan. Stephanie Paul. Chris Schenning. Morgan Ferguson, Hannah McDonnell, Caroline C., Rebecca Kloster, Bree Renew, Morgan Eberly, Elsie Hutchings, Lindsay K. Trotter, 
Ooh, that sounds very... That's a cool name, too. Like that, that looks good on um, stationery. Yeah, yeah, letterhead. it's a good letterhead name. It's very good. Lindsay K. Trotter. Good business card name. Mm-hmm. Esquire. Um, Tony Foster, Ryan Lucier, Tasha Watson, Brian Kark, Carquet. Ooh, yee-haw. Uh, Brendan, no last name, and John Carpesh. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, guys. You guys are really amazing, everybody. On yeah. Thank you for supporting us. Thank we you really for supporting it. us. Thank you for watching these bad movies with us. Yeah. We really do enjoy it. Um, tell me your embarrassing, like, weird crush people that you have that you don't understand why you have it. Like, I don't want to out my cousin like this, but she told me that she has a crush on Pete Davidson. And I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, that's not a good you one. You don't want to shame people for like what they find attractive, but you're like, unless it's Pete Davidson, then you got to go, come on. Then it's, fuck are we talking we about here? Talk about this yeah, with you, Aaron another, Elizabeth. That's another story. Yeah, I got to get my cousin Aaron set up with Hunter Fieri. I'm going to get that <laughs> happening. I'm going to get that cracking. Okay. Well, let's get out of here and go do that. But yeah, so anyway. Uh, reach out to us at Sarah H is funny on Twitter or Instagram. Yes. And at Jimmy P is funny on f- Twitter Whatever for James. Yeah, do it Who gives you. a shit about us, really? Thank yeah. you guys so much for hanging out and fuck love, actually. Fuck love, actually. And more importantly, though, go, go heigle yourselves, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 